Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Noda Francesco, and I am joined, as I always am, by my grandpa, Husker Dan from Husker Max in the beautiful city of Omaha, Nebraska. Grandpa, we're recording on a Monday again. How are you doing this fine Monday night? How was you were at the game this Saturday? What was yes. that feeling like? Yes, it was awesome. It was uh it was one of the I don't know if it I don't think it was a perfect day because there was about you know, wind out of the north about 20 miles an hour. But uh, but other than that, for fans, it was just absolutely gorgeous, just amazing. And I was so glad that Nebraska found a way to win the, the you know, out on the street. Oh, they just won so ugly. Well, OK, yeah, it wasn't the prettiest of wins, but let's take it. Don't you know, I, I don't I don't understand these people who ever. They want style points and all the injuries and all the things that Nebraska's had to overcome this year. Um, man, we're in a position that we might make it to a bowl game. And yeah. And then the other thing is we've won four out of the last five games. When has that happened? I, I haven't checked. I should do that. I don't know when that's last happened. Yeah, I don't know either. But man, is it uh, is it refreshing to see that? I don't. I'm, I'm taking wins. No matter what it is at this point, I know that. I mean, Absolutely. honestly, and you, and you criticize the wins, but our offense, you, you're like, oh, we're not scoring enough points. Um, but our offense is just a bunch of like paper mache. Like, there's yeah. nothing of substance there. And it's, that's not, that's not a dig at the offense. That's injuries have just been destroying Nebraska. We got three more, uh, or, or I should say four more. Uh, from this past game, uh, right. two of them pretty significant. Uh, Ethan Piper and Turner Corcoran out for the season, so the offensive yep. line uh, is is now basically on our third string offensive line, and uh, and and then uh, Nerd and Noelle, he's out for a couple of weeks. Billy Kemp's out for a couple of weeks. It sounds like it sounds like he injured injured his MCL, so that's our best receiver down. Right. Uh, I mean, Malachi Coleman stepped up yesterday. We'll, we'll, we can talk more about this. Uh, when we get into the actual game and, and our players of the game and that kind of stuff. But man, you like the, the fact that Nebraska keeps winning these games is just a huge kudos to the defense. And I, I think the defense had what eight sacks yesterday or sorry, not yeah. yesterday, Saturday. That is just, yeah. I mean, yeah. wow. Wow. And, and for the, for the, for how bad Nebraska played in that first quarter uh, in the amount of turnovers. Yeah. Uh, Harbaugh, the, the, Harburg had his, Two of his first four passes were intercepted. <laughs> you got I, mean, it. I mean, think about that in the in the first quarter, and we still came away with, you know, a nine or eight point win. Yeah, no, I would say it's pretty comfortable. I wasn't really ever. I mean, I didn't get to watch the game live, but watching highlights, maybe it's just because I knew Nebraska ended up winning. But I don't think there was really a point. Maybe you can. Uh, refute me on this, Grandpa, if I'm wrong. But I didn't really feel like to me that there was a point where I was worried about Nebraska losing this game. No, and it, because of the defense. Um, yeah. Malachi Coleman's 44-yard uh, uh, touchdown catch kind of – you kind of figured that that Northwestern was not going to score 18 points on this defense. Uh, you know, they they did everything possible to try to have that happen, and, and our kids just never quit. Now, yeah. Northwestern is not a very good football team, but they have no. – you know, they all every all these teams we play, they have 85 scholarships. They, you know, they have high paid coaching staffs and and uh they have some very good athletes. I thought Northwestern 
you know, he's uh, they're being coached by the former uh, defensive coordinator for North Dakota State. And I think yeah. he's done a heck of a job. I, I think Northwestern's going to maybe beat somebody they have no business beating. I would not that I would not surprise me if that happens. They have some some problems, uh, some issues with uh, their offense, but but uh, they scored. I mean, they they gained yardage in between our twenties, but when it came down to it, they couldn't get a touchdown. They had settled for yeah. three field goals, and I thought each of those that was like a victory for uh, for our defense. So oh, I was definitely. I was very, very, very excited and happy that the defense, thank goodness we have Tony White and, you know, <laughs> a, a defense that is uh, geared to uh, playing lights out. And you'll see that the thing that is interesting to watch, Will, is that when there's a, a play that is being made, you won't see like one red jersey there. You'll see like six, seven guys swarming yeah. to the ball. And it's like, wow, we have, we haven't seen that in a long, long time consistently. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really nice to see because as I, as I was talking about last week, uh, we, I was comparing it to how Tony Dungy built his teams with the Colts and with the Buccaneers is he's going to build the defense first. Uh, and, and I'm hoping that's what rules doing, or maybe it's just the defense is clicking more now, but uh, I, I mean, that defense is flying around the field, making tackles. Eight sacks is the most that Nebraska's had this entire year. Uh, Nash Hutmatcher played out of his mind. I, I think he had three sacks and one tackle for loss, uh, but uh, it, it does help when, if you look at the quarterback ratings for both the teams, uh, Brendan Sullivan, the quarterback for Northwestern had a 16, uh, 16.0 quarterback rating. Uh, and then Heinrich Harburg, of course, 19.3. So uh, really right. great quarterback play in this game. Uh, I mean, Northwestern kind of threw the ball over Nebraska. And were you surprised that Nebraska didn't throw the ball more? We talked about this. Uh, sorry, didn't run the ball more. We talked about this uh, it, when we previewed this game last week or last episode, I should say, that Nebraska, that, well, Northwestern's run defense is just abysmal. And Nebraska, I mean, Nebraska ended up running for 163 yards. Okay. Uh, one, one touchdown from Harburg right at the end of the first half there. But are you surprised that we didn't try and run it a little bit more? Maybe, you know, it was, uh, yeah, you're starting Emmett Johnson, who is a, he's a redshirt freshman. I think he has great potential. Maybe yeah, I, the, I don't know the, the given the injuries, you, know, you, you lose three of your top receivers, uh, and now four with uh, however long uh, Billy Kemp is going to be out. So you you almost think, well, we should be running the football, but then you're, I don't know. Um, Anthony Grant uh, played a little bit in the game, but but the starter was, was Emmett Johnson. I thought he did really well. He was a leading rusher on the team. And for once, you know, Heinrich was not the leading rusher. And I'll, uh, Johnson beat him out by one yard. I think, I think it was 73 to 72. So it wasn't like that, um, that Heinrich still wasn't, uh, running with the ball, but, um, you know, I, I just hope that, that Heinrich can stay healthy, uh, because he's yeah. running the football so much. You, and he, he, he'll dish it out, you know, he's six, five and he's about two twenty, two twenty five, something like that. So he can dish it out. So, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, you would have expected, and and Northwestern was not very good against the run. So yeah, I, I agree with you. That's uh, I don't know why we didn't run the ball more. 
Yeah, I don't know. And that's a question. Maybe it's just, hey, our offensive line is getting beat up. Let's pass and and allow them to uh, kind of not get those injuries that I mean, obviously, the offensive line's running on fumes to begin with, uh, but uh, just getting just not injuring people more than we need to uh, and putting people at risk, I should say, of injury more than we need to, especially after you get uh, both Turner Corcoran uh and uh, Ethan Piper going down for the rest of the season as well. Yeah. I, I, I they didn't know that in the game, obviously. Yeah. But uh, or I guess Ethan Piper's not on the uh, offensive line, I should say. But uh, it, anyway, just just running the ball, nerd and Ellie as well, just getting him knocked out of there as well. Like you just can't really do that. But uh, it, 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 I was a little bit worried when I look at the the play chart and the first two plays. Uh, are both nearly turnovers. Uh, you have, yeah. or, I, I should say, the first one was a turnover. First play, uh, Harburg throws an interception. Uh, just a really poor read from him. I don't. I, I'm sure he'd like that throw back. And then uh, second play, Northwestern. Uh, Brendan Sullivan just drops the snap. Uh, luckily, he recovers it for Northwestern. But that could have been the most Nebraska Northwestern start to a game ever if you just get the first two plays are <laughs> both turnovers. Uh, but uh, kudos to Nebraska. Uh, they got outgained uh, by yeah. by Northwestern. Uh, by about nine yards and and they lost a turnover battle and they lost a time of possession battle and they still won decently yep. comfortably. Yeah. Uh, so that speaks a lot as you were saying to the defense. So, I, I mean, there's, there's a lot that Nebraska, you could point out that Nebraska is doing wrong, but I feel like there's a lot that you can point out Nebraska is doing right here. And, and it starts with the defense there. So uh, who do you think, I mean, we're talking about the defense here. Who do you think was best player? I mean, there's obviously a lot to pick from, but who do you, who was your guy? on defense against Northwestern in this game here, Grandpa. Who did you think played the best out of all the guys that really stepped up? I think the polar bear, Nash Huttmacher, seven tackles, two and a half sacks, two TFLs for minus 16 yards. Uh, He would get my vote for defensive player of the game. Uh, And there were a lot of good plays there. Uh, And we can talk about some of those. uh, uh, who, Who would you have selected? I would go with uh, Prince Will. I think this is kind of his breakout. Prince game. Will had, had a good game. Yeah, one sack, two tackles for loss, uh, seven tackles total. Uh, I mean, just for a guy that's a freshman coming in, that's that's huge. That Nebraska's gonna need out on the line. And uh, I, I mean, if you wouldn't have said Nash, I would have said Nash for sure. Uh, I thought that um, James Williams. Uh, yeah, he, he has an interesting story coming in as yep. uh, kind of an unknown JUCO player coming to Nebraska. Uh, fighting his way onto the team. And then he makes a, he, he had only one tackle, but it was a big one. He had the sack against uh, to kind of end Northwestern's last drive, uh, I believe. Um, and, and that was just really, really big from him. I think he played really well all, yeah. all game. Um, so those would be the guys for me. I don't think that our past defense was really challenged that much. They threw for 176 yards. Uh, it, both teams were under 300 yards total offense, which is kind of the normal for Nebraska now, uh, unfortunately. But uh, I mean, there's still there's still a wide open path to, for Nebraska to win this Big Ten West, and and we can talk about that when we if if uh, we talk about any of the Big Ten scores around the league for sure. But uh, let's move over to the offensive side of the ball here, Grandpa. Who was your guy on offense? You know, people might say that I'm a little crazy about this. Uh, Heinrich Harburg, you say, well, you know, two of his first four passes were intercepted, and I, and, and that's that's not good. But as somebody who is making what is fourth or fifth career start, for him yeah. to get rattled by that, and he went on to have a reasonably good game, 
He ran for a touchdown through another one, perfect strike to Malachi Coleman. It was just, oh, yeah. So without him, I don't think we win that game. Uh, again, you know, he had the, the two uh, uh, interceptions, but uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll stick with Heinrich. I, I, I think he gets my vote. Yeah, and I, I like your reasoning for that too. I would not have really thought of that, but now laying that out of it, I I keep forgetting that he's not experienced. He just looks so comfortable back in the pocket. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it, it just really is refreshing after seeing Jeff Sims back there kind of scrambling around, freaking out. And if this if Jeff Sims is in this game, I think Nebraska loses. Uh because I think he lets it get to his head and 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 he's not able to make some of these plays that Heinrich's able to and and kind of just mentally get over it. Uh, and as you said, that strike to Malachi Coleman was just uh, amazing. He faints a little, like he's going to run, uh, pulls back to pass, yeah, uh, and just drops a dime right over the defense, right into Malachi's outstretched hands in the end zone. That was a beautiful play. Jeez. Oh yeah. Well, how about special teams? Who do you like, uh, player of the game for special teams? Yeah. I mean, I'd have to go with, uh, I think it's pretty unanimous for both of us. I, I think Tristan Alvano had probably his best game kicking for Nebraska. Two for two extra points and then a 47-yard field goal into the wind. Are you kidding me from a freshman? Yeah. Like, yeah. man, that's that's huge. And I, I think we take Buscini a little bit for for granted as well. He seven seven punts in a game where you really needed it. Four of them inside the 20. Uh, his long was 55. He's just so consistent back there. But uh, out of the two, I'd have to give it to Tristan definitely just for get, getting the points on the board and then uh, – that's something that we've kind of missed at Nebraska over the past couple of years is having a reliable kicker that can hit these 47 yard field goals into the wind. Yeah. Like to be honest, that's probably good from what 55 if, if the wind's at his back and, and uh, yeah. So oh, yeah. as a freshman, he's going to be, he's going to be better than Alex Henry or any of these other guys ever was. I think he might be, he might have a shot at being the best kicker Nebraska's ever had uh, if he just keeps improving the way he has. But uh, what would, would you agree with me there, grandpa? Or you got someone yeah, else? Yeah, no, I, I agree. You, uh, then I, I was thinking about, best plays on offense, defense, and special teams. My vote for the best offensive play was Malachi Coleman in his first start, and he gets his first career touchdown, and that gave Nebraska really some breathing room in the fourth quarter. That was a 44-yarder. It was a perfect strike from Heinrich, and that was that was a, that was a sweet play. I, that that said, I think we're gonna we can win this game, and and uh, I I just didn't see Northwestern, you know, getting anywhere with our defense. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I would have to agree with that as well. And then on and then on defense, uh, I mean, I think there's just all the the, the sacks. I think would just be mine uh, yeah. of just eight sacks in a game where Nebraska really needed the defense to step up. They stepped up and, and showed up big time. And those eight sacks are uh, just huge for that defensive line. And for that, uh, that, that front seven for Nebraska, or I guess I should say front six. Cause, but whatever. Uh, best defensive play. My vote goes to uh, Malcolm Hartsog. He, he chased down a, uh, Northwestern player. He was on his way for a sure touchdown. It was, it, I was watching that. It was right in front of us. And here comes Malik. He did not give up on the play and uh, tackled uh, the, the player, I think, on maybe the 10 yard line, 15 yard yeah. line, like that. And then yeah. we held him to a field goal. That's a big, they get a touchdown there. The, the whole composition of the game changes. So I was, he gets my vote. And they were, there were a couple of, um, Omar Brown made another uh, game or a touchdown saving tackle. It was beautiful. Those kids are playing really well. I really am proud of them. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was, so 
that that play from Malcolm, I, I totally, I kind of forgot about that. But yeah, that's definitely like that's Northwestern's down six to seventeen at the time. They scored a touchdown there, seventeen thirteen. There's still, uh, I want to yeah. say, there's still like the entire fourth quarter left to play. Basically, there was they scored a yep. field goal with eleven minutes left yep. uh, it, it, after, after that drive, and uh, I mean. I, I think Nebraska might end up losing that game if that if that play's not made just because of momentum and that kind of stuff. And that's so fickle in college football. So uh, just really, really big play from Malcolm. And then as you said, from Omar tackling that the the running back that kind of just popped through a hole that I don't think anyone realized was there uh, or or thought he could get through and, and making a touchdown saving tackle there as well. So um just really, really great game all around for the defense. Can't can't give them enough credit for that. Can't give Tony white enough credit for uh, coaching up that side of the ball and really just getting them to play. Uh, anything else you got on the game here, grandpa, but we got a couple of recruiting special, things best, I can get into. Yeah. Best special teams play. Uh, you mentioned uh, Brian Buscini's uh, uh, punt. He kicked that sucker into the wind, flipped the field for Nebraska. That was a great punt, great play. And he gets my yeah. vote. best special teams play. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And as I said, we take him, we as Nebraska fans take him for granted sometimes I think, and just, he's, he, he it seems like he's just always kind of there and we're going to definitely miss him next year. And he, I, I can see him punting in the NFL. Uh, I, I don't know yeah. how hard that is to get into the NFL for a punter, obviously, because I would imagine that once you're in, it's very, uh, a, a long lifespan, I guess, as a, as an NFL punter, because you don't get hit that much. There's not a lot of contact, but, um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Bushini. I really like that. The, the punt that flipped the field there for Nebraska. Um, recruiting wise, we had some good news and some bad news. Uh, we'll start with, we'll start with the bad Kalen Barta, uh, he's a cornerback from Topeka, Kansas. He decommitted over the weekend and committed to K state. I, I mean, I don't know if that's a huge, huge loss, but of course it's never great, uh, to see the flipping of a commitment especially away from your school into i mean obviously he wants to maybe he wants to stay home uh i don't this isn't super surprising this wasn't one where it's like oh it locked and loaded for nebraska and then he got flipped so uh, what are your thoughts on that grandpa yeah i the other thing i was thinking about will is that uh and the good news and you were gonna get to that but caleb benning damon benning's uh son who is who plays for west side your your mother's alma mater He's the cornerback wide receiver and he returns punts and kickoffs. He's a great player and he committed to Nebraska over the weekend. I just wonder, and maybe I'll never find out, but I wonder if Kellen Barda, the kid who decommitted and is going to K state, maybe he saw the handwriting on the wall and says, nah, I, uh, they like this guy a lot better than they like me. I, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm overthinking this thing, but, um, it may have played into his decision to to head for K State is all I'm saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're, and and I could definitely see that happening as well. So uh, we'll see. Um, it's uh, I don't think it's a huge loss, but then of course you get Caleb Benning in, so it's really not a loss at all. And Caleb Benning can play on both sides of the ball and return. So yeah, yep, uh, yep, yep. honestly, I might have Caleb Benning, and you get that legacy player in as well, and yep. you're going to get that there too. So uh, it, it's it is what it is, but uh, it, it happens, and and we're kind of worried. I'm worried a little bit more about Carter Nelson flipping. He was yeah. him and Danny Kalen. However, I was kind of reassured over the weekend. Uh, Carter Nelson and Danny Kalen were shown on Big Ten Network. Uh, over the weekend, they were both at uh, the Wisconsin Nebraska volleyball game, and uh, they both had signs that one of them, I think, uh, Carter Nelson said uh, it was something about like 
Wisconsin can't beat Nebraska or something like that. Or they, they just had signs that were holding up and, and just kind of having fun. So that was good to see both of them. And I think that recruiting class is going to be very uh, tight knit. I think in a, in a good, I mean, you get uh, Danny Kalen and, Cardinals on the same field. They already have that chemistry. It seems like that they're both showing up to games together. They don't even go to the same high school uh, right. and, and they're and it seems like they're great, great friends. So uh, that's, that's just great to see uh, any other recruiting news you want to talk about here, grandpa, before we talk about that uh, Wisconsin, Nebraska uh, match of the century, as people are now calling it. Well, do you want to, yeah, we can do that. Or do you want to, you want to talk about the big West, Big Ten West standings. Yeah, let's yeah let's finish up there. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. We should, we should look at that real quick. Stands on top. This is conference uh, uh, games or wins. Three and they're three and one. They have to play Ohio State. That's going to be tough. Indiana, Northwestern, Nebraska, and Minnesota. So their their route is not. You know, I I would see Wisconsin maybe losing at least one, maybe two two of those games. Yeah. Uh, one of them is to Nebraska. That'd be great. That would be great. Followed, yes. followed by uh, Nebraska, or Iowa at three and two. And Iowa has to play Rutgers. Eh, could be a contest. Northwest, probably not. Illinois could be. And then Nebraska, hopefully Nebraska gets a win over that. And then Minnesota's in third place with a two and two record. They have yet to play Michigan State, Illinois, Purdue, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. So I see maybe a loss or two there as well so and then nebraska has purdue michigan state maryland and wisconsin and then iowa to close out the season so i guess by going through that is that and i haven't been really paying that much attention to it until today uh about winning the big 10 west but it is a possibility i know it's probably not very probable but uh it, it it's it is possible, and, I, I, and that's yeah. all I'm talking about. I want us to get to a bowl game. That's the main focus. Right, and I think Nebraska could definitely get to a bowl game. Uh, I think that that's something that's uh, – you just need to get two wins out of the next – what five games? Yeah. yeah, that's the best odds Nebraska's had in five years to get to a bowl game, yeah. uh, and and to win the Big Ten West. Sure, as you said, it's possible, and I think this is kind of starting to catch more and more steam with uh, the Nebraska fan base of Nebraska can win the Big Ten West, and I think people are starting to believe it, and it's really fun atmosphere to be. Uh, I would just challenge Nebraska fans: don't get depressed when we don't make the Big Ten West, when we don't win the Big Ten West, right. because most likely it's not going to happen. And, and if you, it, it, this is Matt, you got to keep in mind, this is Matt Rule's first year in charge. And right. if he gets you to a bowl game, seven wins, yeah, which I think is still likely as well, seven wins in the regular season, discounting the bowl game. Uh, he gets you to seven regular season wins in his first year after everything that happened with Scott Frost and the, for the, the, what we've been through for the past five years. Uh, that was just huge, huge improvement. Don't tarnish it with a, oh, well, it could have been the Big Ten West in the last year of it. Okay, I understand who cares. Matt Rule's building something here that I think he believes in. I think the players believe in. The recruiting is coming. Uh, Nebraska has clearly turned it around, uh, at least from a winning perspective. It might not be pretty wins, but it's wins. Uh, and, and I'm sure that recruits and everybody is going to take that. Uh, you might not be getting the highest level recruits, of course, but players want to come to a system that wins and that, that, and that challenges them, I think. So and then uh, that, that's at, promising. Yeah, you look at you know, Husker fans saying, oh boy, we just can't score many points and we're, our offense sucks. 
And there's a case to be made for that. I, I understand that. But you look at the the scores from Saturday, Ohio State beats Penn State. Those are two really good teams. Uh, 20 to 12, that's not the scoring explosion. Uh, Minnesota edges Iowa 12 to 10. Yeah, that's, you know, I got some I got some thoughts on that game if we get to a Big Ten scoreboard, because, man, it was Iowa robbed. Oh, yeah, they were. That that was that was a terrible call by the official. And I'm not for Iowa, obviously. But uh, yeah, they got they got ripped a new one on that one. That was that kid returned a punt and uh, they should have won the game. But but uh, I don't just it doesn't seem to me that he raised his hand like, no, We could just talk about it now real quick, but I do not know what that call was. That is, I mean, it's, it's weird. It seems like the officials have been getting worse and worse in college football. Maybe it's because replay has been getting better and we're seeing how bad some of these calls are, but I understand officials aren't going to get everything perfect, but you gotta be kidding me. If me sitting at home on my couch can look at that and be like, what are you calling a fair catch signal? Like he just put his hand out. Yeah, it kind of, and, and it was just crazy. kind of moving it to tell his players to get away from it. So no one touched it. So you don't lose the ball. And then he picked it up and returned for a touchdown. And with a minute left to basically win the game, because there's, we, everyone knows that Minnesota's offense can't uh, march down the field that quickly. So, I mean, wow, that is terrible call. You feel it for Iowa, but it makes it a little bit easier for Nebraska in the big 10 West. So uh, maybe that's the football gods. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tipping one of those scales in the, in the, uh, in the balance of Nebraska here. So Wouldn't that be something um, you look back oh, to that play and that was, oh, that was oh, imagine oh, for, man. I feel, I would feel bad for Iowa fans though. I would still feel more happy that Nebraska won the big 10 West, but <laughs> man, I feel bad for Iowa fans about that. Uh, but still, it, winning the Big Ten West for Nebraska's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be like a a little dinghy ship going through a, a like a minefield basically. Yeah. You just you can't you got to win you got to win the games you're supposed to win. Probably gonna lose to Maryland if we can win that game, great. But uh, I mean, you got it. You got to win those games that you're supposed to win, and it's just gonna be avoiding the minds of uh, fumbles, interceptions, stupid mistakes that cost you games that you should be winning that Nebraska's hit literally every single one of those minds the past five years, it seems like. Uh, but this time it should be uh, hopefully with Matt rules coaching and, and where they're headed now that it should be fine. All right, let's talk uh, Nebraska, Wisconsin real quick before we wrap up here, grandpa, man. Oh man. Was this a fun game to watch? Even just watching like it, just watching all the highlights and everything, just number one versus number two uh, at the Devaney center on Saturday night, oh. uh, Nebraska wins Dang. the first set. Wisconsin wins the next two and then Nebraska wins the next two uh, to win in five, three, two, uh, just absolutely amazing. 10 consecutive losses to Wisconsin. Nebraska finally gets another win. Uh, at one point, the, one of the commentators was talking about Merritt Beeson who transferred uh, from Florida and yep. they were like, Oh, Merritt Beeson is the only player on this Nebraska team to have ever beat Wisconsin. It wasn't with <laughs> Nebraska it was with Florida last year and That's in the right. Cole center in, in Wisconsin. So yeah. uh, that just huge, huge win uh, for, for Nebraska. They're going to, they're ranked number one. Now, of course they have to be, uh, they're playing Maryland on, the, on this Friday at the Devaney center. And then on Saturday night, they're playing Rutgers. Uh, they'll be, they'll win both those games. I would imagine uh, record crowd of 9,100 at the Devaney center on Saturday night. Uh, it doesn't sound like a lot, but that stadium doesn't fit that many people. So that is, no, that's, that's, that's no. amazing. What were your thoughts on this one, grandpa? It was, it was monumental. And, and 
I, I attended a uh, kind of a pep rally. This has been four years ago. It was at the, the where the uh, girls used to play uh, volleyball and basketball at the, at the Coliseum um, just east of the, the stadium. And uh, John Cook, uh, you know, who had already won a couple of national championships at Nebraska, he gets up there in front of everybody and he says, we're going to take this program to where it's never been before. And I said, I said to myself at the time, I said, what are you talking about? It isn't like this was a, a losing program and we're going to start <laughs> winning now. And and then lo and behold, what you see Saturday night was was it was amazing. I I really thought that Nebraska was going to lose based on um particularly the second set because um they Wisconsin just blocked about everything we tried to get over the net. It was impressive. And then they lost. It was a closer game in, in uh, or closer set in in uh, in set three, and uh, and then in set four, um, uh, Wisconsin was in a position. You know, both teams are about that twenty one level. You know, a play here, a dig there, whatever. And I I thought, well, you know, the Huskers have put up a battle. They they've. Uh, They've they've you know taken this team to where it's not not been challenged all season, and and yet they win that that fourth game and uh, force a, a a fifth game and and Nebraska was down I think eleven to eight in that fifth set, and they came back to win it uh, really on the arm and the legs and the brain of uh, of Harper Murray she was outstanding yeah. down the stretch I think she had she scored the last three points of that set she was just amazing just to. It was a great night, um, and you kind of go back to uh, August 30th when they had the the record crowd at the Memorial Stadium. Um, this was I I'm told by the people who were there at that game. They said that's the loudest that Devaney Center has ever been. So I <laughs> I can't only, imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I so mean that would have been. I I heard they were also talking about so the reverse feature i guess or f- fixture or whatever uh nebraska at wisconsin is in november uh tickets yeah, for general yeah yeah november 24th uh at the cole center in wisconsin that game's going to be a sellout for them i'm sure uh as well general attendance tickets for that are 250 dollars already already <laughs> and it's october it's it's a month before uh <laughs> today's october 23rd like man uh i i'm i that game's going to be huge as well and this is Nebraska's national championship to lose. Even if they lose to Wisconsin uh, in that game, this is Nebraska's national championship to lose for volleyball this year. And I, I we, uh, I think this is the best team we've had in a long time. It's a, it's a younger team, except with the exception of a couple players. Lexi Rodriguez has been there for a bit, but like, it's a, it's a very young team. That's going to be no seniors, no seniors on the team. Yeah. Yeah. No seniors. Yeah. Um, And that's, it's going to be a, isn't Lexi a senior? I thought Lexi. Rodriguez no, no, no. A She's a junior. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, just a, this team's going to be back next year and even better. So yeah. if they win the national championship this year, oh man, are they going to just destroy everybody next year? <laughs> right. You know, I, I looked, I checked the rankings. I tried it this morning and they weren't out yet, but then this afternoon I checked them and out of, I guess it's out of a possible 65 votes. I'm not sure who votes in that, but Nebraska got 64 and Wisconsin <laughs> got one vote for first place. Now, uh, how, it's, prob- what, it's probably one of their alma. It's probably one of their alumni. Let's be honest. I mean, come <laughs> on, you get. I mean, you you beat the number one team, 
And why would you, I, it, I don't know. I, I don't know. Just, it hey, blows my mind. Yeah. They, they'll play with it. There's a, there's a chip on the shoulder. Now. You got to earn that one vote next week, but uh, right. Uh, or yeah, against yeah, Wisconsin yeah. on uh, November 24th. But uh, speaking of upcoming fixtures, uh, Nebraska against Purdue uh, this weekend. Uh, what you got here, grandpa, we don't have a ton of time. Keep in mind, but yeah. uh we got Purdue's at two and five. They had a bye last week, so they're coming off a bye. They their losses are to Fresno State by three, Syracuse by fifteen, Wisconsin by twenty one, Iowa by six, and Ohio State by thirty three. Uh, what are you looking for for Nebraska in this game, Grandpa? It's going to be a, I think, a game similar to what we saw Saturday. Neither team, you know, scoring. Uh, Purdue is one hundred and first. In the in the country in Nebraska is 121st, rushing. Yeah. Uh, Purdue is 91th in the 91st in 91th. the 91st. 91th. Oh, a <laughs> new language here. <laughs> and he was ranked number 21 though in rushing. So you got yeah. an edge there. Just run the dang ball. Passing Nebraska is almost last in the in the whole <laughs> um, college football uh, division one. Uh, Purdue is uh, number 64 and, and Nebraska is 128th total offense Purdue's at ranked number 80th and Nebraska is 107. Yow. Yikes. You want to talk about the defensive stats? Yeah, I'll go over these real quick scoring defense, Purdue hundredth in the nation, Nebraska 26th, uh, rush defense, Nebraska, number five in the nation, Purdue 82nd pass defense, Purdue 93rd, Nebraska 83rd. And then total defense, Purdue 94th, Nebraska 21st yeah. in the nation. How about that? Uh, yeah. turnover, turnover margin, Nebraska 128th. So <laughs> problems, yeah. uh, and then Purdue 77th. Time of possession, Nebraska 40th, Purdue 56th. Uh, this is going to be another defensive game, as you said, Grandpa. Yeah. I think it's going to yeah. come down to the defense stepping up again. Uh, that's going to be the entire season, I think, just with how miserable the offense is going to be and how it already is a pretty terrible. And then also how it's going to be even more hindered with Billy Kemp out and with uh, Turner Corcoran out and Nerd and Dwelly for this game for sure. So, uh, but I, I want to say, I mean, last week we overpredicted by like 10 points, I think. So we'll underpredict by 10 points. We'll go a seven, three. I'm kidding. Uh, I think Nebraska, <laughs> I think Nebraska will win this one. I, I want to say somewhere around, I want to say maybe 20 to 13, something like that. I think it's going to be no more than one score. Uh, if, if you got a score prediction here, grandpa, where are you going? 17, 13 Huskers. 17, 13. Okay. I'm going to yeah. look up the line real quick here, but uh, I, one I mean, for Nebraska. Yeah, two, yeah, Nebraska two, 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 point, two and a half to Nebraska. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> man, uh, <laughs> we'll see about this. But uh, Nebraska's got to st stop Devin Mockaby, who ran all over Nebraska last year. Uh, and a much better Purdue team. I'll give him that. But uh, Nebraska's going to have to stop the run like they like they have been doing these past couple of weeks. So it's going to be more of the same from the defense. And uh, it's in, in Lincoln. So... Nice home game. I should be able to finally watch a Nebraska game again live this weekend. Uh, no, no soccer games or anything, but uh, that is it for us. We'll talk to you next week with hopefully the fifth win in six games for Nebraska oh, here. I love that would be that. Woo, I love that one win away from a bowl game. One sound. win away from a bowl game. 
Uh, man, this is uh, the best season of Nebraska football in the past five years for sure. But uh, we'll talk to you next week. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everyone about the show. Uh, tell all your Purdue fans so they can listen to how bad their defense is and how bad their offense is after they get shellacked by Nebraska next week. Hopefully I didn't just jinx us, but knock on wood. Uh, and we'll be back next week with a review of hopefully another Husker win. And as always, go Big, Big Red! Big Red.